like to Corey. You like to Corey. I think it's time we stop thinking about Corey as just a noun. It, it's definitely a verb. It's an activity. It's a lifestyle. You could say that as well. Hashtag uh, Corey life. L-Y-F-E. Um, anybody who lives in Knoxville knows that there is um, a surprising amount of natural beauty within a very short drive, in some cases a short walk from downtown Knoxville. It's one of the big selling points, I think, for our city is the urban wilderness, as they call it. And one of my favorite parts about that is the quarries that we have here in the urban, really urban area. Right off of Chapman Highway, you have, uh, it's not Fort Dickerson quarry, although most people say that, Augusta quarry at Fort Dickerson. And then over at Iams, you have Meads quarry. And as you know, if you've stepped outside in the past week, the weather is warming up. And it's about time that we start talking about quarries. And if you've never been out there, um, each quarry kind of has its own characteristics, um, you know, depending on your Corey hashtag Corey life lifestyle, what you enjoy doing, uh, might depend on which Corey you would enjoy visiting. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. Uh, both, uh, Augusta Corey and Meads Corey and which one would best suit you. But before we get started, I should introduce myself. I'm Ryan Willis, downtown reporter at Knox news. Brenna McDermott, Growth and Development Editor at Knox News. And this is the Scruffy Stuff, as you know, a podcast about all the news happening in and around downtown Knoxville. The Scruffy Stuff is presented by KnoxNews.com, where you can find everything we discuss here on the show and a whole lot more. Knox News relies on support from readers and listeners to provide you compelling stories from Knoxville and across East Tennessee. Subscribers get an all-access pass to all of our premium, exclusive content. And to become a subscriber, it's easy. Just visit knoxnews.com slash subscribe to see our latest offer and sign up today. So I have only been to Mead Square, which is the one at IAMS, and you have only been to Dickerson, right? Correct. So that's interesting. Let's talk about that because... First of all, what one thing, one of the reasons I haven't been to Fort Dickerson, and I think that they have fixed this in recent years, was I never knew how you got down there. I would go over to the Overlook that you put in your address, and actually, I was just looking and doing a little research before this, uh, and saw that they have the uh, city of Knoxville has like three different addresses that'll get you to the core. You don't want to just type in Fort Dickerson Park because you'll probably end up like me, standing at the Overlook, looking down at everybody having fun and feeling left out, and wondering how do I get down there. Yes, um, it is still. A challenge. Uh, so I'm going to give some brief directions here so it's useful for people. If you're coming from downtown on the Henley Street Bridge, you're going to turn right on West Blunt. It's the first street after you get over the river. That's like where you would turn left to go to One River Walk Apartments there. Correct. Right? And you would turn, but instead you turn right. Correct. And you'll go under a viaduct. And then you turn left onto Scottish or Scotland um, <laughs> these are really good directions. And then you drive over um, train tracks and you will see the sign on your right for Augusta Quarry. But like you won't see the sign until you're upon it. It is still very um, behind the scenes, you know, a, a secret of Knoxville. Yeah. And you won't see the quarry either because it really is a, a nice little hidden oasis like a lot of uh, downtown area Knoxville beauty natural beauty right like it's you wouldn't think that it was there but it really is it's right off of chapman highway right past downtown and it just opens up and there it is we started going 
during the first summer of the pandemic, summer 2020, and there wasn't even a sign at that time. So you were just driving down a gravel road, hoping you were going to the right place. And then you start seeing, you know, people in tank tops and having kayaks and you know, you're, you're there, but you have to walk out to the quarry from your car. Uh, So if you feel like you're in the wrong place, you're not. Now, before we get into debating about uh, which quarry is better or why at least we choose to you know, go to the quarries that we do go to, uh, do you want to talk at all about what just makes a quarry so special? Because you have the Tennessee River, and a lot of people kayak and stuff down the Tennessee River, and that's their water activity. But what what about the quarry for you is it that makes it uh, such a cool place to hang out? Well, Augusta Quarry at Fort Dickerson, the official title. Most people, I only hear them call it Fort Dickerson right. Quarry, but... Um, it's very surrounded by, you know, the cliffs and the trees. When you're out there floating, you don't feel like you're just a few minutes from a downtown of a, of a city. It's very relaxing. Um, if you enjoy, you know, the pool life, but you don't have a pool, as long as you know how to swim, I think it's fine to treat the quarry as a pool. Um, we just float and listen to music and visit and talk and um it's just very peaceful and and relaxing yeah i think the floating is is key because i mean i like if i'm going to kayak i would like to kayak down the tennessee river i think i feel like you know the river runs and so i want to run down the river with you know and get to see the city but um it's hard to float on the tennessee river uh i would be scared to do that boats coming by and whatnot so yes i think my go-to activity sounds like yours as well is just floating and so one tip i'm gonna say uh, we'll go ahead and get to the tip section of this podcast is go ahead and invest in a nice float. If you're going to do it, you don't want to be on a flimsy uh, float like a, you know, like a like a Walmart sort of like animal unicorn, those types of floats hanging on for dear life, getting that ab workout in, trying to keep, you know, yourself afloat. You should just be able to sit down in your float and float. I think you should go ahead and pay the money for one that's got I, I have one that's got two cup holders and. Holds me up, and uh, you know, it's just comfortable. You don't want you don't want one that you have to work for. You're supposed to be floating. You're supposed to be relaxing. Pay that extra money and get something you can chill out on for a couple hours on the water. Well, I I agree with your advice, Ryan, but I don't want everyone to take that advice because one of my favorite parts of quarry life is people watching and watching all the outrageous floats that people bring out like the unicorns and the dragons and then you'll see somebody who's like in the crappiest little float ever and and but they're having the time of their lives so i agree um my personal recommendation for a float is i like to be down in the water i don't want to be you know floating on a raft where like i'm not actually in the water so i have this um float that is mesh in the middle so you sit on the mesh and it sits you down in the water and then the sides are the inflatables so you have like almost like a seat and your arms rest on the inflatables is it a full circle or no no it's a rectangle or yeah it's a rectangle this makes me feel better because i thought I was just sinking in my float. <laughs> this sounds, which sounds like we have a similar float. Mine is a full circle, but it is mesh on the bottom. So I yeah. guess I'm, I guess I'm supposed to sink a little bit yes, into that. The mesh should be down in the water. Whew, I feel better about myself now. I was like, because I did do some shopping. I was like, big boy floats, and this one said it was uh, compatible for my uh, my stature, and I was still sinking. So this makes me feel good. So 
So if you want to be down in the water, if you want to be cool and comfortable, go for the mesh in the middle. It's my suggestion. All right. Cool deal. Um, now, you, do you have cup holders on yours? Because, I mean, okay, let's preface this by saying if you're going out in the quarry, be responsible. You're probably going to. I know you're going to bring a drink out there, Scruffy Stuff Nation. <laughs> um, but yeah, what, technically how, no alcohol allowed. Yeah, so how are you getting your bottles of water and soda out, and how are you enjoying those on the water? Is this? Do you just go back to shore? Do you bring everything out with you at once? How, how do you do it? I will preface this by saying I am one of the cheapest people in the city of Knoxville, for sure. We go to the quarry all the time, but I refuse to invest very much money in the process. So, okay. But we have pieced together a really great system. So it's me and my husband who go to the quarry. So we have our little mesh seats, okay. and then we bring a long rectangular raft, like a traditional cheap Walmart raft with us. And Like is it hard, like a, like a boogie board kind of material? No, almost, it's, or like it's, like it's a, a, an inflatable. inflatable. Okay. And that inflatable is our <laughs> is our bar. These hand motions are doing nothing for the <laughs> listeners. These are just for me. But it's I'm our bar that floats around with us when we're out there. So like we sit across from the inflatable and we set all our stuff on it like a table almost. Okay, gotcha. So we have a cooler full of our bottles of water that we put on the inflatable that is our table in the middle, and okay. we have our little um, bluetooth speaker and keep our drinks on there and it feels very you know comfortable and cozy because you can kind of put your hands up on the inflatable if you want and you have you know place to put your drink down and you chat and look across the table so that is our little setup now do we want to talk uh uh cory etiquette because you mentioned the bluetooth speaker i don't picture you as one blasting music but we all know there are those who do it. i mean what's that's one piece of etiquette i would say like you know keep your music to you and your group um everybody wants to listen to their music and probably nobody wants to listen to yours so what what are some other uh etiquette tips for the cory because it can be i mean you got people out there partying it's hot so let's make sure we're being respectful to our neighbors. What do you got? Well, one of my favorite things at Augusta Quarry is to watch the cliff jumpers. Um, Another no-no. Uh, it's definitely a no-no. And I will say that since we started going to the quarry, they've really cracked down on cliff jumpers. They okay. will... The poor the poor Augusta Quarry workers have to come out and with the bullhorn and yell at anyone who's jumping. So now are there lifeguards at Augusta? Or there what? are no lifeguards, but there are a couple of workers who sit at the top of the hill before you walk down to the the actual like entrance to the water. Gotcha. And they sit under a tent and they tell you, you know, no alcohol, no loud music, no cliff jumping. But they'll get on their bullhorn and say, stop jumping or we'll call the police and they'll come kick everyone out. And so I've been at the quarry at times where there's people who won't stop jumping and literally everyone in the quarry is screaming at them to stop because nobody wants the cops called. Um, whether you're enjoying water or something else, you probably don't want the cops you know, ruining your day at the quarry. So I definitely think um, if you want to jump one time, nobody's going to fault you for that. They probably won't even come yell at you for jumping one time, but just make it one time and move on with your life. I'm too scared to ever jump off. Oh, of, I mean, there's no way I would. You're even, too smart, Ryan. Too smart. Yeah. Too smart. Um, I think that's another thing that's worth saying is people have drowned. Oh yeah. In Knoxville quarries, and so if you don't know how to swim, 
I would suggest wearing some kind of life vest. You're not going to look silly. There's people on unicorns for guys. I mean, yeah. you know, you can wear a life jacket. Nobody's going to make fun of you. We're all adults here. And we safety safety first. Safety first. Now, um, what is because uh, one thing I want to talk about with Meads is uh, sometimes, especially in the busier months, parking is hard to come by. How is the parking situation over at Fort Dickerson? Well, it seems a little tougher this year. We just went for the first time last weekend, and basically, it's a there's a small parking lot right near the quarry, and then it's a free for all parking on the side of this you know, very small road that leads to the parking lot. It's gravel. And people have in the past just parked, you know, pulled off as much as they can on the side to park. Well, they're cracking down on that this year. And there are signs out that say, you know, this is a tow zone. We will tow your car in certain spots because I don't know if people just couldn't get their cars out because there were people parking on both sides of the road. Right. But parking is going to be much, much more limited this year. So I suggest you either Uber or carpool. Or what we do is just we try to get there before the rush. So if you get there by 1230, you're probably going to get a parking spot. But it tends to get busier after that. Okay. So that actually sounds worse than Meads. I mean, Meads has one parking lot right nearby and another one across the street, both gravel lots. Um, So, yeah. Maybe Meads actually has a better situation for parking than than Dickerson. Um, what do you like about Meads, Corey Ryan? I just like well, for one, it's kind of. I, I know that we were talking about how cool it is that you have urban, you know, and everything so close. But I really feel like this is even more of an oasis. Like it's it's you got to take back roads through South Knoxville instead of just going right off Chapman Highway. I kind of like its location. I like Iams in general. Um, you know, there's been times where before I've gone to the quarry, I'll take a little walk around the loop just to, you know. Get a nice sweat going before I get in the water, I guess. I don't know what my thought process is there. But, no, I just like it. I like the crowd over there, too. It's a lot of, um, I don't know. I don't know what the crowd is like at Fort Dickerson. But, you know, I live in South Knoxville, and so you have a lot of people coming on their bikes. You have a lot of uh, craft beer-interested folks. I think they even have a um, a Yeehaw, like, outpost beer um, stand over there that if you uh, if you don't bring your own booze, they, they have, they've had beer there in the past. Um I don't know. I just like it. Uh, I Is will, it a lot of families there? It's a mix. It's a nice mix of people. And I think that's maybe what I like about it, too. It's all different kinds of people. And everybody seems to get along there. right? I know. I think there's a... Um, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I've kind of gotten the vibe that Fort Dickerson is a little bit more of a party crowd. Yes. Um, is that... That's why you go? <laughs> <laughs> right. Because I'm such a partier. Um, it's a good mix of... You see a lot of UT students there. Right. They come in big groups and they claim the spots on the cliffs. Like that is a fun place to hang out because mm-hmm. you can jump into the water or you if you're not wanting to float for hours, you you know, hang out on the rocks. Um and then you see just um groups of friends. Uh there are some kids, but I would say it's a much smaller amount than at um Meads Quarry. How do you how do you get into the water? Is there like a little beach area? Do you have to go straight off a dock, or how does is there like a little swimming area? Because Meads does have that. It's a little tougher to get in at Fort Dickerson, which might be why you see fewer families. It's it's not a beach; it's just like rocks, and you sort of walk in, and there comes a point where there's you can tell there's going to be a drop off, and you just have to sort of push yourself off the rocks and know like I'm going to be floating. Gotcha. So it's it's not super kid friendly. They do have a little area that's blocked off for swimming, but I would say Meads is much more kid friendly. Okay. Yeah. I mean, 
I like the kid friendliness for me because I like to ease myself into the water. So I know I'm not a kid. I'm a big kid, but uh, you should I, definitely I like wear that. your water shoes if you have them at Fort yes. Dickerson. Uh, at Meads too. I mean, just because you're walking on rocks. So mm-hmm. I'm just saying, yeah, it hurts. I've made that mistake before. Um, well, what are your quarry hacks? You haven't shared any of your secrets. I don't really have many. I've just started doing it recently. I think one, like I said, is is invest in a good float. Uh, to make sure you bring a pump because I like had to do laps around the parking lot last time asking to borrow a pump, uh, which was awkward. Um, and in fact, someone got really mad at me when I asked to borrow a pump. They like gave it to me with like a with like a grunt. But anyways, um, the, me I, I don't know if Fort Dickerson has this, but there is like a place where you can plug in a pump too. So I have I now have a pump that you plug into the wall, and there is like a little outlet over there by the bathroom. So um, you know. If you have a plug plug in pump, you can bring it. There's there's places to do that. Um, my hacks honestly aren't as good as yours. Like I'm the guy that like brings like two drinks out to the water and then like paddles back over to the shore and grabs more drinks. Um, I think uh, I would say just I've already learned from you. Like bring your stuff out into the water, right? Because um, especially when it gets busier in the season, I know there's a lot of people out there hanging out on the shore and. Yeah, you know, I don't trust people. So just yeah. um I never really bring anything of value anyways, uh but I definitely um we take our keys and we usually just bring one phone um with us and we have this little floaty um thing that you can put your phone in. It's like a tiny little bag, like a dry bag that will float. Uh so you can put your keys or your phone in something like that if you're worried about losing them while you're out in the water. But I have had my bag rifled through on the shore before. So we just like leave our t-shirts and towels, like nothing we're worried about losing. You bring snacks out to the quarry? Yes, I bring snacks. (laughs) What kind of snack? What are you snacking on? All right, here we go. This is the ultimate quarry snack. I'm so glad you asked. A cold peanut butter and jelly sandwich Mm. in the cooler. Okay. It is the perfect midday floating snack. It's easy to eat. Um, it, you get your protein, you get your carbs, you get your energy for, to, you know, continue floating and doing nothing. Do you wait 30 minutes before you get in the water? No, okay. I eat, I eat out in, in the, the water. water because if we go, we're going for like three or four hours. So like midway point, we've got a little good little buzz going. We break out those peanut water butter <laughs> or water buzz. Yeah. yeah. Um, the uh, that's just this is might sound silly with sunscreen. There's no there's no shade once you're out there. Definitely. So make sure you lather up, especially if you're like you and you and you're going to stay out there for the entire day. I'm going to say my Corey snack similar same same realm. I'm going to go sandwich. I'm going to go the cold cut ham and cheese mayo with the chips on the sandwich. Interesting chips on the chips. I don't do that except for when I'm swimming. It's something about I do. I used to do that at the beach. I didn't want to go swimming as a kid, and that is like my water snack, like a nice chip ham and cheese sandwich. Hmm. So you don't you don't want your like wet fingers to be on the chips or something? Is it a no, I think I just like I just like it. It's just mm. it just brings it's just one of those things that brings back memories of being a kid on the water. So it's just something I did. Um, no, I don't care. I, my, my chips get wet. I'll eat anything. But the uh, <laughs> I like a nice sour cream and onion chip mm. on the sandwich. It's a it's a good move. So that's that's my pick. Um, I, I, you know, the, the point of this podcast too is just I want to help people figure out, or we want to help people figure out which Corey's right for them. So any other just like noticeable differences between Dickerson and Mead? I think Mead, like we said, has um, a little bit more of a mixed crowd of families and um, younger folks, older folks. I think a lot of you know South Knoxvilleans. I feel like that's more of the locals, Corey, perhaps mm-hmm. um, more Dickerson. accessible too. So if you're worried about 
entering and exiting the water, I'd say go to Meads. Right. And other activities to do around there if you want to explore Ives Nature Center. So if you're looking to make a whole day out of it and not just visit the quarry, maybe you want to take a little walk along a river or, you know, explore some of the trails that Ives have to offer, there's that. Um, the other big difference, well, you know, like we said, a nice mix of people at, at Meads. But then, you know, I think Dickerson has that reputation as being a little bit more of a um, party area. Um, both or I should say neither, have lifeguard on duty. So that's your concern, and you're just going to have to <laughs> deal with it. I don't know, just <laughs> be safe. Um, and uh, what, are some, what are some of the other differences? Yeah, I think Fort Dickerson, like when you get there, matters more just because of the yeah. parking situation. Um, and it's just the the entrance to the water is not very wide. So if there are a lot of people there and you're worried about getting in and out, you know, it's just harder to like float in there and definitely more of a party scene. You're going to hear people with loud music. It's going to be a little rowdier. There's going to be definitely going to be people jumping off the cliffs and getting yelled at. I enjoy watching people jump off the cliffs. It's a form of entertainment. So if you like people watching Fort Dickerson, you can't go wrong. With that being said, too, on the flip side, if you don't like kids, maybe go to Fort Dickerson, go to Fort Dickerson, because I, uh, yeah, I'm with you. I like people watching. But last time I was there, there was just like these kids that I was like, I don't have kids, but I was like, yo, somebody needs to tell them to stop. Because there's like these two kids just standing on the dock, like full on like wrestling and like falling into the water, hit their head a couple times on the dock as they were falling in the water. Oh, I was man. like, yeah, y'all need to stop. So I was just like the whole time I was just like, I'm like, am I the only responsible one here that just needs to keep an eye on these kids? Like, these ain't my kids. But anyways, I think that's the beauty of quarry life is when someone's annoying you, you just float away. Yeah. How do you, how do you, uh, what, do you have a nice technique for floating? Do you just do like a little back, back paddle? That's how I, I do. I sit and kind of back paddle my, my way around. I kind of doggy paddle, I guess. So you go forward? Yeah. Okay. All right. So everybody's got I, their own Because when I go, get into the water, I kind of just push off and I'm floating. Gotcha. And so then I, you know, get my leg workout in. And Fort Dickerson, the other, the other pro tip I would say is a lot of people go there for the first time and they're like, oh, we're going to swim to the very back. And back to the front. We're going to go all the way to the very ed- other edge of the quarry. It is a lot farther than you realize. Mm-hmm. So just know once you get back there, you're going to be like, oh, crap, I have to come all the way back to the front now. So just be aware of that. That's another thing. Does Fort Dickerson have multiple places where you can get in or just one? No, just one. So that's Unless you jump. Okay, so that's a difference, too. There are some places at uh, Meads where you can walk around the trails a little bit and kind of walk down oh. to the water and get in. Um, I think there's a couple docks and then there's also just areas where you can easily take a trail down to the water and just kind of, you know, go in off the ground. So that's, you know, that's another difference there too. So if you're looking for, you know, multiple access points, like maybe you don't want to start at the front and go all the way to the end. Maybe you can walk about halfway up the quarry and make your way that way. Totally. Um, but yeah, it is bigger than it looks. I think, um, another thing, I mean, just, I, 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 as much as I love Meads Quarry, I think Fort Dickerson is the prettier of the two. So, um, yes. if you're, if you're just floating for the Instagrams, maybe go to Fort Dickerson. It's, 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 uh, it's good to look at yeah. over there. Um, and then parking too is the other big difference, right? I think parking at Meads is a little bit easier than it is at Fort Dickerson. Anything else that jumps out to you as far as, you know, major differences between the two? I don't think so. I think yeah. we covered it. I'd love to hear what other folks think and why they go to one over the other. Because um, I think there are a lot more quarry hacks out there I would love to know about. I think one thing that's important to note before we uh, call it a podcast is uh, you can do, at least at Meads, I think at Dickerson too, right? They have rentals for kayaks. Yes, that's new 
last year they debuted that at Fort Dickerson. I believe River Sports Outfitters is mm-hmm. the one that are doing those. Same over at Meads. So um, while I prefer to float on the quarries and kayak on the river, um, you can kayak in the quarry as well. So paddleboard um, too. And paddleboard. Paddle supping. I think I taught you that term on a recent <laughs> yes, episode. Stand up paddleboard, and you can do that. So um, yeah, just look into that River Sports Outfitters, uh, and um, you should just be able to find the information on the individual quarries website pages i think the augusta quarry is through the city's website and um you know meads i believe is through i am so if you don't have a kayak of your own you can do that but i think a float is uh is more uh i mean you should just have a float i think everybody should just have a float you never know when you're gonna have to float somewhere even you know if you're gonna go out there for like one time a summer you buy two noodles from Walmart, you can make it work. Yeah. <laughs> this is my Maybe get a float. Though. This is my bargain basement basement bargains suggestion. Um yeah, two noodles, you're fine. <laughs> well, like Brenda said, we would love to hear um some of your quarry hacks. Uh I'd like to hear sort of why you choose one quarry over the other. Um or maybe you like them both equally. Um I need to get out to Dickerson now. Like I said, I've never been there before. You've never been to Meads. Maybe we could do a, a swap one day. I'll come over there and, and check it out. And feel free to uh reach out to me in the meantime with any uh feedback you have on this episode to share your quarry tips. You can follow me on Instagram at Knox Scruff or join that Urban Knoxville Facebook group. It's a private group where we post a lot of stories, we post a podcast, but also encourage people to sort of kick off the downtown discussion themselves. Just be sure to answer those questions to get into the group, and we'll be sure to add you. And also be sure to visit knoxnews.com slash subscribe to support local journalism. Remember, Knox News is what supports the podcast, and while we appreciate your support, um, supporting Knox News will get you unlimited access to everything we talk about here on the show and a whole lot more. Um, Also, if you do not have alerts set up on whatever platform you listen on, be sure to do that so you can get a notification every time a new episode drops or just come back on Mondays. And while you're at it, go ahead and leave a five-star review. Tell us what you like about the show. Uh, We'd really much appreciate that. And to keep up with even more stuff happening around downtown Knoxville, you can sign up for the Urban Knoxville newsletter at knoxnews.com slash newsletters slash manage. Um, yeah, I work, I I put out a newsletter every Friday that gets you up to date with the latest news happening around downtown, as well as some events and things you won't want to miss over the weekend. But there are a lot of other newsletters that you can sign up for too, including our coronavirus watch, daily briefing, go balls, extra Knox biz, Knoxville parenting and Knoxville soul, which is written by Angela Dennis. So, um, there's even more than that. So a lot of newsletters you can sign up for. Uh, depending on your interests, as well as um, go ahead and download that Knox News app. Um, speaking of your interests, you can cater uh, push alerts to whatever it is that you're interested in, select topics that you're interested in, and be sure you are the first to know what's happening around Knoxville. So that does it for the podcast today. We appreciate you listening and float on Knoxville. We'll hopefully see you out there in the quarries very soon.